Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 639, for Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. This is the BGG Top Ten Edition, a quarterly look at the highest-ranked games on Board Game Geek. This data is from October 1st, because I went into the future to find out what the Ratings would be after the traditional first-of-the-month adjustment. No, obviously, I just waited a day, and it lined up nicely with my schedule, so I just delayed things by a day. At number 10 for the second quarter in a row, Great Western Trail by Alexander Feaster, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.112. It's a gain of 5 points from last quarter, as it again resets the mark for the highest number 10 ever. I've been saying that a lot for a while. If you go back to October of 2016, four years ago, Seven Wonders Duel entered the top 10 at number 10 and set the mark for the highest rating ever for a number 10, which began a run of 13 of the last 16 quarters, including this one, that we continually have reset the mark. That mark, when Seven Wonders Duel set it back in October of 2016, was 7.989, 121 points lower than this quarter's number 10. Uh, On that list, this quarter's number 10 of 8.112 would have been a very solid number 5. But here, only number 10. Meanwhile, on this list, that rank that Seven Wonders Duel had of 7.989 would only get you number 16. And incidentally, that's where Seven Wonders Duel is currently. Number 16, its rating is 7.975. Only 14 points off of what it was when it was number 10. At number nine for the second quarter in a row, Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games, with a rating of 8.144, 32 points higher than Great Western Trail, though it is a decline of six, and the delta between the two of them this quarter is 11, which, if that were to hold, would mean that Great Western Trail would pass Twilight Struggle in three quarters. This is the 15th quarter of decline for Twilight Struggle in the last 16, and it has lost a total of 88 points in that time. At number 8 for the second quarter in a row, Gaia Project by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.161, 17 more than Twilight Struggle, and a gain of 5 points. At number seven for the third time in a row, Star Wars Rebellion by Cory Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, also with a score of 8.161, and that is a gain of three points. So Gaia Project has eliminated the narrow two-point gap that existed last quarter and effectively tied Rebellion it is very hard to actually be tied on board GameGeek because the 
rating is computed way past three decimal points. And so somewhere in the fourth or fifth or sixth or I don't know, tenth decimal point, rebellion holds a very narrow edge. But I think we can expect that to evaporate next quarter. After two quarters, holding at number five, slipping out of the top five to number six, Through the Ages, a new story of civilization by Vlada Kvadl, published by Czech Games Edition, with a rating of 8.206, 45 points more than Rebellion, but that is a decline of 11, its 11th consecutive decline, during which time it has lost 118 points off its rating. Through the Ages exits the top five after spending 17 quarters up there, or a little over four years. It entered the top ten at number ten, and then vaulted all the way up to number three the following quarter, uh, then parked at number two for a long time behind Pandemic Legacy, before sliding back to three, where it sat for also quite a while. Uh, Scrolling back here, it was at number three for seven consecutive quarters, almost two years, before it finally gave way to a couple of games, well now three, that passed it. After waiting outside the top five at number six for three consecutive quarters, supplanting through the ages at number five is Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, Corey Kaneska, and Dane Beltrami, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.2 Two four, eighteen points more than uh, through the ages, and that is with an eighteen point gain. So it easily surpassed through the ages. That's uh, very interesting. After it only gained six points last time, Twilight Imperium returns to its double digit point gain ways. After three quarters in the number three position, now two quarters at number four for Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with a rating of 8.28 for 60 points more than Twilight Imperium and a slight game, a gain of four points from last time. This is the third consecutive time that we can say Terraforming Mars is the oldest game to have added continuously to its rating, and also the third time that we can say it has reset a mark for the highest rated number four on the site ever. There have been times when a rating of 8.284 would have been enough, more than enough, for number one. 60 points separates Terraforming Mars and Twilight Imperium. The delta between the two is 14 this time. Uh, There has not been a consistent delta between these two games. Over the last four quarters, it has been 9, 24, 0, and now 14. So I suppose that's an average of about... Oh, I guess I could figure the average, right? It's an average of 12. So... At that pace, it would take five quarters for Twilight Imperium to get past Terraforming Mars. The game that dislodged it last time from the number three spot repeats at number three, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games with a rating of 8.3, 
0.22. That is 38 points more than terraforming Mars, a gain of 33, almost as big as the gain it had last time as it surges uh, far past where terraforming Mars was last time. Uh, the peak rating for Through the Ages, when sitting at number two and then number three, was a rating of 8.324. So Brass is just days away, I would say, from surpassing Through the Ages' recent mark of a highly rated number three. At number two, for the 12th consecutive quarter, Pandemic Legacy. Season 1, by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.469, 147 points more than Brass. That is a decline of 4, as it uh, reverses last quarter it actually gained. So this quarter it loses again. This is the ninth time then in the last 10 that Pandemic Legacy has lost ground. A total of 34 points it has lost in that time. Not really very many. Meanwhile, in the last three quarters, its gap to brass has shrunk from 213 to 184 to 147, the delta this quarter being 37 points. If brass were to somehow manage to sustain this kind of forward momentum, it could catch Pandemic Legacy in just four quarters. But is that likely to happen? Well, if you look at their average ratings, their average ratings are fairly comparable. Pandemic Legacy, an average rating of 8.62, Brass at 8.64. Pandemic Legacy, though, has almost 40,000 owners or voters whereas Brass only has a little over 15,000. So it would need to continue to add voters. It would need to maintain its rating. And uh, I would say neither of those seems particularly likely to me, but you never know. Meanwhile, at number one for the 12th consecutive quarter is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with a rating of 8.565. That is 96 more than Pandemic Legacy, but a decline of 9 points. This, in fact, is the 7th consecutive quarter that Gloomhaven has given away rating. It has lost 56 points in that time. Its gap to Pandemic Legacy has shrunk from 110, this is the last three quarters, 110 to 101 to 96 Still, at that rate of as a five-point delta we have between the two this quarter, at that rate, it would still take uh, uh, 20 quarters, right? So that's five years for Pandemic Legacy to pass Gloomhaven. And currently, they have approximately the same number of owners, and Gloomhaven's rating is 20 points higher, or in a three-digit scale, 200 points higher. I mean, like its average rating is 8.8 and uh, Pandemic Legacies is like 8.6. So there really doesn't seem to be a, a way that Pandemic Legacy passes Gloomhaven. Uh, you know, so Gloomhaven's going to keep uh, trying to catch Twilight Struggle's uh, record 
of number of length of time at the top. Probably, well, I don't know. I don't say probably will. I mean, it's Twilight Struggle's record is 20 quarters. So that's two more years. Who knows what could happen in two more, over the course of the next couple of years. But Gloomhaven continue, continues its stranglehold at the top. For Wednesday, September 30th, but really October 1st, 2020.